the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little... I absolutely love it, Squirrel. Can you believe it? Are you watching the trial of Fat Fanny? And her gigolo prosecutor. Get your ass up on that, Lazy Susan. I'm going to prosecute the Democrat right out of you. It's like a disgusting soap opera for morons right in front of our very eyes. But this is all at the root of the persecution of, ironically, somebody who embraced the Democrats, who financed the Democrats, who spent 80% of his life as a Democrat giving them money. And now you see what the Democrat mafia is capable of. They don't need any facts, any reason. All they need is power. And it's funny how they get it. I like how they get it. They're always promising to be better than the last scumbag Democrat. Because they deserve a DA that won't have sex with his employees. Because they deserve a DA that won't put money in their own pocket when it should go to benefit children. Because we deserve better. That's it. That's exactly what your fat fanny did. Exactly. And then he tells me how much it is, and I give him the money back. I don't, just like you're asking me about the money with Robin, I don't do my friends like that. So if you... Keep in mind, this is a lawyer. Don't you have to speak the language to be a lawyer? How did she become a lawyer? This is an attorney who is talking about giving money indiscriminately to her lover, who she was paying five times what other prosecutors were getting. And she's talking about how she just gave him money whenever he asked for it. He told her it was for bills. Tell me it's a G, then you're going to get $1,000. Whatever it is, I didn't ever make him produce receipts to me. Whatever he told me it was, I gave him his money back. What if he told you it was a dime? Would you give him $1,000? What if he told you it was 10 dimes? Now, I like how we all talk like nobody got past the third grade. But then again, when you're dealing with morons, most of them didn't. And where, um, when... Did he come to, I guess, the condo? I'm not sure what you called it, condo apartment. Um, would he come and stay at that condo or visit you there? I'm sorry, visit you there. What condo, what apartment? I want to be clear. So not your house. I know you classified one as house and one as condo, so I'm trying to use those terms. So um, there's been more than, see, what you don't understand is because of this case, I got to move. And so I... No, 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 honey. You have to move because you're a stone-lying rat. You have to move because what you've done is expose your so-called position is nothing more than a political asset to be wielded, not on the rule of American law, but to be wielded on the will of an American mafia party. That's what you've done. So why you have to move, I don't know how you, maybe you have to move because even the Democrats that are your neighbors find you repulsive and disgusting. I Mr. Richard, to, if you could ask a more precise question. Yes, please, give me the time period. <laughs> Mr. Wade visits you at the place you laid your head. When? Has he ever? When he came to your house to take you to Funky Town, when he slapped your big fat ass and said, get up on that lazy Susan, it's time for me to earn that money. 
her, visited you at the place you laid your head. So let's be clear, because you lied in this, this. Let me tell you which one you lied in right here. I think you lied right here. No, 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 no. This is the truth, Judge. And this is, it, it is a lie. It is a lie. Mr. Senator, thank you. We're going to take five minutes. Be back in five. Now you know what. They take five minutes and they tell her, hey, moron, we have cameras here. You're exposing yourself to be a corrupt mafia asset. Will you cut it out or we're going to have to treat you as a hostile witness? I think we well, I very much want to be here, so I'm not a hostile witness. I very much want to be not here. So much that now you know what's coming, right, Squirrel? You know what's coming. When they catch a, they catch a Democrat moron in a lie. What, what's always coming? We're going to do what? We're going to save democracy. Yeah, this is saving democracy. Your hostile Miss Willis would be an adverse witness. Your interests are opposed to Miss Merchants. Thank Merchants' interests are, per- are contra- contrary to democracy, Your Honor, not to mine. <laughs> it's all about democracy. I don't know how many morons are out there, but I do know they keep electing crooked morons such as yourself. And I wonder if they're going to take kindly to this other fraud. What's his name, Wade? Not only being paid north of $650,000, aside from the slush fund, it looks like she may have given her gigolo a million dollars. And I'm not saying he didn't earn it. After all, I'm watching the trial. And do me a favor, Fanny. Stop leaning back in the chair, okay? I don't know when this potbelly woman thing got popular, but it's not popular where I'm from. Let's talk about Tennessee. You booked a cabin in August 2023 and paid for a cabin in Tennessee. That's when you paid for it. I don't know when the trip was. Can you tell us about that? August of 2023. Mm-hmm. You booked a trip for $1,481.54. See, now, now here's the thing. They got the receipt. This isn't like some other dummy trial where they're, they're trying to get Madigan who never used his cell phone or paid for cash at his, his infrastructure of mob organization crime calling themselves Chicago Democrats around him. No, no, no. They got everything. See, because this idiot, he's a bust out. So he, he used his own charge cards. In some cases, his ex-wife's charge cards. Or checks because he's a moron. Aren't you? Are you are you asking me did I take that trip with Miss Willis or are well, you asking me First I was just asking you to acknowledge that that is correct from the records that you oh. paid for a cabin in Tennessee. Do you recall and hopefully you can do it from your memory. Do you recall paying for a cabin 6 months ago $1,400.81 in Tennessee? Where 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 are we now? What page is that? I'm just asking from your how many times exactly did you go to Funky Town while you were supposed to be working? You know, the time where you paid just under 1500 to pretend to be attracted to that dog. Memory. Do you remember paying for a cabin in August? Not if, the, if he's going to be asked about a particular transaction. You can, you can answer whether he remembers or not. <laughs> I don't re- Mr. Wade, I'm, I'm not asking you to go through a thousand pages of records. I'm asking if you remember paying for a cabin six months ago in Tennessee. No. You remember booking a cabin? I booked lots of cabins. Me too, squirrel. I book. I booked a cabin this morning. I'm going to book a cabin tomorrow. We're going to book cabins next week. How many people out there book? I book lots of cabins. You're a filthy, low-life scumbag Democrat. And in order to get the money you didn't deserve and the position you're clearly unqualified for, you had to take it on the chin. We all understand. I saw American Gigolo. I couldn't believe Richard Gere slept with that guy. You said in the affidavit that you roughly shared travel, though, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So this... We, we, we roughly shared travel. So at this point, Fanny, being the smarter of the two idiots, 
said, you know, maybe, maybe we should start paying in cash. So why don't we stop off and I'll cash a check and they'll never put two and two together. Awfully sharing travel. You're saying she reimbursed you. She did. And where did you deposit the money she reimbursed you? It was cash. She didn't She didn't give me any checks. So she paid you cash for her share of all these vacations? Mr. Schaefer, you'll step out if you do that again. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so all of the vacations that she took, she paid you cash for? Yes, ma'am. And you... <laughs> like Pablo Escobar. You could see who the smart one was, right? Boy, oh boy, can you imagine her bossing you around with the dimmer switch on? Whew. Purchased all of these vacations on your business credit card, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And- oh, so you wrote it off? What are you, Al Sharpton? You wrote it off? Is the IRS listening, or do they only go after Republicans, too? And you included those in deductions on your taxes, correct? No, ma'am. No, you didn't. No, not. No, he put Funky Town, paid the full boat on it. And in the meantime, what is really going on is that these low-life scumbags who happen to have law degrees, but they're really not lawyers the way the American legal system is supposed to work. What they are are assets to the Marxist mafia organization. What they do, they don't prosecute, they persecute. And the reason they don't prosecute, that leads to the other violence that's destroying the quality of life in all these Democrat ghetto sewers. Once great town. So they're going to do across town, we're going after the other one, who makes Fannie Willis look like a supermodel. What's her name? Letitia? Yeah, the big one. So instead of being in South Carolina and other states campaigning, I'm stuck here. It's an election interference case. Uh, Nobody's ever seen anything like it in this country. It's a disgrace. It's a disgraceful situation, actually. Now, you know what's funny? All of the receipts that they have for Fat Fanny and her unfortunate boyfriend, all the receipts they have where they book in cabins. Hello, I'd like to book a cabin. Here's my credit card. Here's my wife's credit card. Sure, we're going to go on a cruise. They have none of that with Trump. What they have with Trump is a check that he paid his lawyer, a scumbag lawyer who's hooked to the Russian mob and taxes in New York and Chicago. Oh, it's true. Uh, they have him paying the lawyer, but that is hush money to, what's her name, Stormy Daniels, which I'm not saying he didn't partake in a little storm. But what I am saying is you don't have any of the evidence you have right here with your own par- prosecutor. In fact, you have none. All you have is a receipt that he paid to his scumbag, low-life, wretched lawyer, also a Democrat. And we'll just have to figure it out. I'll be here during the day, and I'll be campaigning during the night. Biden should be doing the same thing, but he'll be sleeping. This is all from the DOJ. This all comes out of Washington. They're coordinated with the district attorney and the AG. A hundred percent right. Just as the CIA and FBI, both headed up by communist sympathizers at the time, manufactured evidence called the Russian collusion hoax. Same thing. So now we've got every entity in the federal government run by Democrats, Marxist mafia members in all these Democrat sewers, all ran by people who make Fet Fannie Willis and her unfortunate, unlucky boyfriend look like Socrates. So in these areas... The decent people of this country, I want to speak on behalf of all the decent people. We revoke our consent to be governed by you rat bastard thieves. We recognize you as what you are, an organized syndicate. And we deem every Democrat-run area in this country as an illegitimate government. What do you think of that, scumbags? 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The Answer. AM 560. The answer. 
everywhere there's a Democrat leader, everywhere there's a Democrat government, an absolute ghetto. Complete chaos riddled in misappropriation of funds, political scandals, and the quality of life is that of a third world country. We had these clips from yesterday. You remember this. So these cops that are out here right now in the streets, there's probably two cops in this police ward right now because she's defunded at least $10 million out of their patrol budget. So day to day, people can't expect public safety because the mayor has different priorities. Yeah, she's injected her woke politics into policing, and she shouldn't do that. When you go to the town halls out here, Ty Dennis, a good friend of mine, he does clippers and cops. When you listen to these town halls, people want better schools. They want job opportunities. They want safe streets. They want community policing. I don't want it. I demand it, you fracking lowlifes. That's what I pay for. This isn't about wants. You're paid to provide a service, yet the Democrats work tirelessly to undermine and corrupt those services. By the way, that was St. Louis uh, talking about skyrocketing crime. Uh, when you hear about some of these cops not being paid, checks bouncing, the defund the police movement, what is it doing to your city? The morale of the city, the officers aren't going to work. We're losing officers left and right. You can't recruit officers when that's happening. Um, when Cory Bush and Tashara Jones called for defunding of the police, then what does that make it sound like? You know, they and then makes it sound like they're culpable for the chaos, right? Well, Cory Bush from Congress today, because the people who live in these areas, they're they're morons, absolute morons. So they elect Cory Bush. Here's what Cory Bush had to say about the chaos and violence, not just in her own city that's been caused since this idiot somehow attained office, but about the shooting after the foosball parade. St. Louis, which by the way we now know are just two public school moron scumbag lowlifes like the ones that are terrorizing Chicago right now. And I rise to send our love and condolences to Kansas City, Missouri, in the wake of yesterday's mass shooting. This preventable and despicable epidemic of gun violence, it affects us all. It impacts my district in St. Louis. It impacts your districts. It impacts our entire country. And it does not need to be this way. Missouri has some of the weakest gun laws in the country. Instead of addressing this epidemic, Missouri Republicans continue to eviscerate and obstruct gun laws. See, here's the problem, Corey. Just judging by your position, that district, that area, has some of the dumbest people in the country, the absolute morons in the country. So something tells me that the people who are creating the chaos They're not really interested in gun laws. In fact, they probably don't hold their weapons legally and never even bought one legally. There isn't a law in the world that you can implement to stop it because what you don't understand is you do not need gun control. You need scum control, not gun, scum. And then you could make things much happier, much safer. For instance, I I bet you I have way more guns than any of them. Any of the gangbanging scumbags that terrorize the city. I bet you I have three times as many. Not a one of them went off. Do you know why? I'm not a moron scumbag. But then again, I never voted for a Democrat. Safety laws. So to the Missouri Republicans who are pointing their finger at the people of Kansas City, Missouri, and calling them thugs, gotta get better vocabulary. This I agree. They're not thugs. They're scum. Democrat scum. Raised in Democrat areas, taught by Democrat union teachers. These are the product of your policy. Blood is on your hands. You don't get to scapegoat the victims of this shooting when you are. That's the Marxist trick. See, they're trying to indict you for the acts of others. It's your fault 
that this scum, low-life, wretched coward shoots out of windows to the beat of a song because he wants to. It's your, your fault that some moron that was undereducated, underserved, looked at some guy he didn't like across the street and shot 14 people to get to him. See, but the reality is none of that is any of our fault. You are guilty of nothing that you have not been convicted of. And it's time to start talking to these whores, these scumbags, because Cori Bush and her miserable existence never amounted to anything. And in fact, now I want to know what her net worth is outside of the what's, what's her measly pay, 135, 145,000. I want to know what she's stealing on the side because that's the game they play. And all the whole time, you're a statesman, you're a leader. No, you're not. You're a representative. How everybody in your district, everybody who tolerates and pretends you're the congressperson is a moron lowlife. Actively blocking gun violence prevention legislation. Your allegiance to the NRA over the needs of the people of our communities. Absolutely shameful. Missouri needs you to act. Join us in passing meaningful, common sense gun safety legislation so that we can put an end to this crisis and save lives. Thank you. And I yield back. And there was a guy in the back going, boy, I can't believe people are stupid enough to think she's qualified to do anything. And if you think it stops with just this moron, you would be wrong. We need to ban assault weapons and high capacity magazines, require safe storage of guns, pass a national red flag law. That's my favorite Uh, one. Well, that's my favorite one. You see, because in states that have decent people that are not run by Democrat scum, those states have. Florida, for example. No gun laws. None. Are you an American? Go buy a gun. Just don't do anything stupid or we're going to throw you in jail for the rest of your miserable existence. You see, that's the difference. But what KJP and Cori Bush and these other idiots in Washington, D.C. want to do is create something called national red flag laws so that you can infringe a guy like me and you who have followed all of their ticky-tack bull dunks, put your left foot in, take your left foot out, take all the classes and all this stuff, because we're never going to shoot anybody. But what our guns represent are resistance to their pretend power. See, that's why I revoked it at the beginning of the show. You are an illegitimate administration. You mean nothing to me. Now, I'll pay my taxes and follow the laws of the place I choose to live, because I will never be a victim of a corrupt mafia government like a Democrat-run area. But as for passing a national red flag laws so you could disarm me, well, then what do you think I'll do? Do you think I'll roll over or do you think I'll adapt the way the people you've undereducated adapted? You see, in these areas, these people don't follow any gun laws. They don't buy any. They follow no laws. They get paid to be lowlifes. You've incentivized them to be scum that doesn't listen to the law or follow any kind of civilized lifestyle. You reward them. In some cases, what people who work two jobs make called welfare structure. So this idea that you're going to use your corruption and your failure against honest people means I nullify you. You're nothing. Go ahead and misuse your Department of Justice as you do against Donald Trump. Go ahead and misuse your secret agencies that can't stop terrorism. In fact, it looks like they work with them a lot against me. doesn't matter because what I have done is what the founders of this country intended me to do. You only exist with my consent. And the consent of us. And, and we've started to realize in these Democrat areas and Democrat politicians, you don't have any power anymore. We take it away from you. Jeff and Wheaton. Sean. What's up? I, there ain't no Jeff and Wheaton. 
This Fanny, I oh. heard you all up in my grill. You yeah. talking smack? Yeah. You know what? You best talk to the left because you know you ain't right. Thank and you I'm very talking- much. We got a Fanny in person. Glenn in Oakbrook. Yeah, hey, Sean. So Fanny Willis takes office, and she has a tax lien of $4,000, yet she has all this cash that she always takes on vacation everywhere. Cash, cash, cash. I'll tell you, this This is so. This is more entertaining than the Super Bowl. Glenn, think about that. You have a tax lien of $4,000. How do you go from having a tax lien to all this money and all this lifestyle and the kind of budget control where you can pay your boyfriend north of $650,000 to pleasure you? Not that he doesn't deserve it. It doesn't look like a good job. However, this is, this is the misuse of power, misappropriation of funds that the Democrats have mastered through these phony positions that the people put them in. And then they watch them run wild. It's just insane, Glenn. It's insane. And it shows you why you should never put a bust out in a position of power. They don't know how to handle it. So thank you very much. Yep. Can't wait to see how Chicago ends. <sighs> 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. The Democrat. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? One giant fracking organized crime syndicate, bar none. You think it's exclusive to just this idiot, Corey Bush, or the or the or the real, real piece of work, Fannie Willis and her boyfriend making six hundred and fifty plus thousand a year, getting kickbacks and schemes from government spending. I think it can be worse. It can be worse when people in very pos- important positions in our federal government are crafting policy because they're bribed. Now, yes, you naturally would think I'm talking about Joe Biden. He's been doing it for five decades. But here's a low-life Democrat scumbag out of New Jersey who has been caught in scandal after scandal. My favorite might be taking his his campaign contributor's private jet to Costa Rica to uh, fool around with underage hookers at $30 a pop when Bob Menendez could afford a lot more than $30 a spin. New details are emerging in the case against Senator Bob Menendez and his wife, Court documents filed by federal prosecutors reveal. Ever see his wife, Squirrel? Looks like he met her in some sailor went a hump hump joint, boy. More about the search of their home in New Jersey. Investigators revealing, get this, in the basement of Menendez and Nadine Menendez's residence, on top of a large rack of clothes, hangers, were two bags, each containing large amounts of cash, potentially approximately $100,000 per bag. Adding they also found four jackets containing thousands of dollars of cash in their pockets and under the jackets were four boots stuffed with cash, including on boots containing an excess of $5,000 in $50 bills. The response comes after Menendez and the other defendants tried to suppress evidence related to the bribery investigation. Joining us tonight is Jonathan Deeds, Chief Judge. So for the bribes that Bob Menendez got, policy was crafted of this nation. This country's policy was custom made to benefit the people who bribed him. Kind of like Joe Biden, the Chinese communists, or the pretend country of Ukraine. Yes, I called it a pretend country. Because while it was a country, it was killing its own citizens for eight years, run by an oligarch named Ihor Kolomoisky, who is the personal and largest backer of the Komedian, Zelensky. Fraud, profiteer of our money. And now we're b- being browbeat as to why we must give them more money. Here's... The skinny. If a Democrat's at the root of the policy, it is corrupt and illegitimate. 
Did you go to a cabin with Miss Willis ever? Ever. Ever. He's thinking. Take it. Your, just be patient. It takes him a long time. He's a Democrat lawyer. Come on, Sparky. Spit it out, dummy. 15 seconds, this moron. Look at him. Uh, uh, no. You've never gone to a cabin with this one. No. 15 seconds. And you know what his, his, his two squirrels in his head told him to do? Lie. So you, you pause for 15 seconds. Now what you're going to do is lie. Now watch, this part's fun. Um, have you ever gone to Tennessee with Miss Willis? Yes. Okay. When was that? That was... Now, you know, Squirrel, you wouldn't know it, but I've been in the presence of some lawyers, some defense attorneys, uh, and I don't know a one of them that takes this much time to answer a question, and then ultimately it's a provable knowing lie. That's the difference. But then again, like I said, I don't employ, I don't transact, I don't live near, I would never vote for Democrats. Because if you do, this is the kind of nonsense you get. St. Louis and I rise to send our love and condolences to Kansas City, Missouri, in the wake of yesterday's mass shooting. This Yeah. We should build walls. Not around the border. Forget that. I'm past that. Around these Democrat areas. Move all the good people out and let's see how good they do. Uh, Bob in Oak Lawn. Yeah. You know, it's funny. She, she not only admitted to campaign finance fraud. One sense says, I don't know where all the cash came from. But then all of a sudden she's saying, I'm not saying I don't know where the campaign, where all the cash came from. I wonder if it. I wonder if it takes him as long to tell her how much money she has to reimburse him. I like how she breaks it down to the street, like we were flipping quarters. That's my favorite part. And then he tells me how much it is, and I give him the money back. I don't. Just like you're asking me about the money with Robin, I don't do my friends like that. So if you tell me it's a G, then you're gonna get a thousand dollars. All right, it's ten Gs. I wonder if she hangs around with that mayor in Dalton. Huh? They'd have a swimming time. Scott and Sycamore. Scott. All right. Uh, Jerry, Chicago. Sean, thanks for taking my call, buddy. Me and my friends down there at the movie set, we listen to your show all the time. Oh, thank now, you. Yeah. how long do you think it'll take the law firm of Sharpton, Crum, and Sharpton to rear their <laughs> ugly heads and claim racism? Well, that's going to that's gonna come out tomorrow because they're going to they're gonna realize how bad today looks. It depends on what is is. Yeah. You know, Jerry, it's it. It was democracy. The first thought was she's saving democracy. But after she realized how bad it looks and how obvious it is that she's a low-life scumbag, tomorrow it'll be racism. In the meantime, let's just have fun with today. Whatever it is, I didn't ever make him produce receipts to me. Whatever he told me it was, I gave him the money back. Did you listen to him all the time? Get on the lazy Susan. Spin around. Stick that feather duster where I tell you. Around 2022, early 2022. Early 2022? Now, didn't, was it her and him that went to the White House before the, the political persecution of Donald Trump happened? Or was it Letitia, the one who looks like she was an offensive lineman in the Super Bowl? Which one is it? Okay. It was a, it was a, 
a, a day trip. Um, okay, so you didn't spend a night? Would, so it was a day trip. Okay. We so would, you just pulled a Kamala Harris and got funky during business hours? What exactly happened here, kid? Drive there, have lunch. And this time, back. put some steak um, on it. The reason we would do that is because the attention she couldn't get any peace of mind going locally so <laughs> because uh she's supposed to be working and you were supposed to be going home to the old lady remember that time we'd get in my car and and drive to someplace off the beat path and have lunch and drive back did you have your pants on in the car is that when you went to feigning goat with her it's in Jasper, Georgia. No, that's that's in Georgia. I don't, I don't. Boy, she Perry Macy'd him. He told on himself that she went to Georgia. She just asked you if you went. No, you went locally. Okay, man, you can't get a straight answer out of a Democrat, no matter what you do. I don't recall going to Fanning Goat with her. So the Tennessee day trip, day trips were not. Were only Tennessee. Yes. Okay. Did you ever do these day trips in Georgia? Do we drive anywhere in Georgia? Man, yeah, we were, we were talking about. I mean, just how many? Out. How many times did you stupor on the people's money? In the meantime, did Bob Menendez pay for any of this? I mean, after all, he's made millions selling out his country. Justice contributor for NBC News and a reporter who was covering this and, and breaking a lot of news on this story. Um, so, Jonathan, my first question to you is: Why are we learning about this now? Well, the prosecutors are attempting to keep this case on track. Uh, for a trial that's supposed to start a couple months from now. And the defense has been throwing everything to try to get charges dismissed, to get the jurisdiction. Did you hear that? Bob Menendez, who already beat a case, absolute fact that he was flying to Costa Rica using underage prostitutes to have the case thrown out. And it's a Washington, D.C. court, which means it's Democrats. My money's on the Democrat corruption. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. AM 560, The Answer. And there's the other. I mean, the costs of having a Democrat in charge of anything are really hard to measure. But one thing's for sure, it is the year of the scumbag. It has been since Joe Biden stole the most important office in the world. Who's really... uh, Gaining some profit from this. FBI says a Venezuelan gang called Tren de Aragua has made its way to the borderland. Yeah, that's. I wonder, does Tren de Aragua, do they have stock options? Can I invest? Because I think if you're a low-life scumbag cartel member, you're going to have a banner a few years, especially when Joe Biden and the Democrats or whoever is still standing upright, doesn't much matter among Democrats, steal the next election. Right. This rapidly expanding gang has spread throughout South America and now into our communities, posing a threat to borderland families. Our Oriana Batola. How did that happen? I know how it happened. One stolen election in 2020, and it could end tomorrow. But of course, the apparatchik of corruption, the Leviathan of our gangster government, has figured out a way to protect itself. Case tomorrow, which is a rigged deal, is. Uh all coordinated with the uh, district attorney and it's coordinated with the attorney general of New York, Leticia James, who ought to be ashamed of herself. She's campaigned for years of trying to get Trump without knowing anything about me. It's all a rigged 
It's a rigged state. It's a rigged city. It's a shame. They now, is, is this the one where he uh, he overpriced his, his property and somehow got banks to agree to it? Or is this the one where he paid his lawyer to pay a, a stripper slash hooker in California? I can't keep it straight. Who, by the way, she's a Democrat, too. Stormy Dan. Makes sense. Steve in Waukegan. Hey, I want to say for all the liberals that want us to send money to Ukraine, why not have them pull out their checkbooks, write out a check to Ukraine, and send it to the White Steve, House? Steve, brother, first Joking, of all, you and I are the... are the hunter, hand deliver it. You and I are the real liberals, number one. Number two, the people who advocate for this kind of squandering of money, they really don't pay taxes. Even if or they have a... GoFundMe page for e- Ukraine. Even if they have a lot of money. Well, I would give to the people who were victims of the Ukrainian government. I would give to the Ukrainians who were being killed by the Ukrainian government yeah, for eight have, years. They have the wives of the oligarchs over there walking yeah. away with... Tens of millions of dollars in their suitcases. 30. Uh-uh. 30 million in her suitcase. What do you think her husband made on his best year? Think he made uh, 40000 Thank you very much, Steve. But that's the kind of money that's in corruption. I mean, after all, just ask Bob Menendez, another two-bit bust-out senator who lives in multi-million dollar houses, driving $150,000 cars. Fiction move to get uh, evidence uh, suppressed. And so the prosecutors had to file a detailed response to all of those defense motions. And in those um, in that prosecution filing today, a lot of new details regarding the. How's, how's New Jersey doing economically? Are they doing good? I can't tell because uh, uh, in the real world, in America, writ large, Americans are wallowing in Bidenomics. For instance, how many people realize just what's gone up? Inflation rose 3.1% in January, more than expected. Driving the higher prices, car insurance surged 21% over the last year. You know why that is, Squirrel? EVs. Oh, it turns out to insure an EV, massively expensive. And do you know why? Because they're built on fraud. And when you ding something, it costs tens of thousands. That's the cost of a policy that forced a product on the society that society didn't want. And by the way, it turns out that they're losing dominance almost instantaneously. You say you have a solid margin. Again, we have seen concerns about demand for electric car vehicles actually slowing. How much do you expect that to slow down by? This is the head of Renault, Squirrel. You know what he says? It it can't slow down because it's mandated to exist like most of the other policies. It's mandated to exist because what you have here is the modern day version of Marxism. And their policies are about force and stripping your rights away, which is why the only answer they ever have is an answer to create a law, a regulation, a tax to control and manage your behavior. Because what they don't want you to figure out is although you may pretend we're Americans, we're Democrats rule, you are not an American. They attack every principle of Americanism. and That's how they stay afloat. That and they promise to pay for things like your phony blowing education or if you want to transition yourself from a boy into a girl. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? Good, how are you? Good. Sean, we have uh, listened to a lot of dummies uh, that uh, that you have on your show. But uh, isn't this uh, arrogant dummy, this Fanny uh, Willis, at the top of the list or even close? And if she uh, and her boyfriend are uh, disqualified, what happens to the case? What happens to the case against Trump? Oh, don't worry. There's there's many Democrat areas that have phony cases against Trump, and they're yeah. built on the same premise that Fannie Willis is. It's not based on any law. She's misusing the so-called power she has that the people gave her to prevent the Leviathan from taking loss. 
She's protecting the gangster government. After all, how many people knew that a person in her position could pay their lover 655000 and give them expense accounts so they could take them to cabins to stoop them all day long? How many people knew that? In the meantime, that's just what they do. They misuse, they abuse, and ultimately what they really want to do is absolutely control all behavior and all sense of wealth. What's the big phrase now? Equity? Equity. Yeah, you got equity, all right. Equity and poverty. Just ask the Soviets how it turned out. We'll be back after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. Stephen Moore is at the optometrist getting his glasses clean. He'll be on in about 25 to 30 minutes. In the meantime, let's talk a, bit, a little bit about Bidenomics and exactly what is happening. The quality of your life since Joe Biden stole the office if, if it stayed the same and your job stayed the same, your dollar has lost 20 cents of buying power. That's the cost of having this idiot pretend to be president. And the cost of his policies has directly destroyed your buying power of your dollar. But the Democrats will not be phased by that reality. They will lie and they will cheat and they will steal. I just wish they would put out better looking liars. Are you and President Biden happy with where inflation is right now? Well, look, we know that Americans are experiencing um, discomfort because some... Did you know that, Squirrel, when when your car gets repossessed, it's discomfort. I'm uncomfortable that my car was repossessed. When you're late on your mortgage and you're about to be evicted, it's uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable when it's a... What we're experiencing, man hands, is the destruction of our wealth. At the cost of your corrupt policies, but you and your cohorts of corruption, you're doing quite well, aren't you? Important prices are um, higher than they were pre-pandemic. But what I think is really important is that wages have gone up along with prices, so people are better off um, than they were pre-pandemic. 312-642-5600. Are you better off today? than you were pre-pandemic, you know, before the last year of the Trump administration was taken over by the Democrat mafia? I don't think you are. In the meantime, what about the allegations that the guy who you call your boss has soiled his Zanzibelts? It called President Biden a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Do you agree with that? I absolutely disagree with that. I work very closely with President Biden, and I'm often with him on foreign trips. He's at the top of his game. Wrong. Well, no, I think she's right. This is what the top of Joe Biden's game looks like. This chaos, World War III, the destruction of our dollar, the chaos and welfare being at the highest rolls in history. Student debt. Oh, wait a minute. We've got to solve for student debt. In fact, some of the people out there, you will have your student debt relieved if you uh, follow the, the right format. If you play, hit the right tune. Where is the student debt one, honey, bunny? Uh, 
Is it this On Tuesday, President Biden came out and he said, I'm not going to answer your questions today. I will answer them tomorrow and the day after. Yeah. Uh, what was he talking about? Well, he was outside yesterday and he took questions from someone. Never mind. I was wrong. About everyone is feeling the effect of inflation right now mm-hmm. with the cost of food and rent being so high. Millions of student loan borrowers are now stuck deciding between having to pay their debt or to provide for their family. We got to do something about it. By the way, um, that's called life. You should have realized that when you signed the dotted line. But it's interesting in their defense. It's one of the only loans where disclosure doesn't have to have a 72-hour window. Did you know that, Squirrel? You can't buy a car, can't buy a house. You have to have a window, 72 hours. Student loan debt, you just go to class. You sign, you apply, and they don't tell you anything. And the more you're there, you take out. And do you know why you don't have to have that disclosure? Because the government has a monopoly on student loans ever since Barack Obama backdoor nationalized it. It's true. And it's funny because it was a problem in America. In fact, it was a $580 billion problem approaching $600 billion when Barack Obama backdoor nationalized student debt. However, today it's a $1.7 trillion error. Like everything else, government tripled the problem. Yeah. Our education system in this country, well, you, uh it can make you feel stuck. Atlanta yeah. News First Rick Fulbaum is here with the things uh, that you can look for to help you ease some of that stress. Yeah, there is some relief for some borrowers, Gravier, this month. If you're enrolled in President Biden's save plan, your remaining balance could be wiped away. The loan forgiveness, which was supposed to go into effect in July, launched months ahead of schedule. But here's the issue. Only a small fraction of borrowers actually will qualify mm-hmm. for this. But I thought that the the Supreme Court ruled that unconstitutional. Now you can do, oh, you have to be in the Biden program. So once again, we found another way to circumvent law through special interest and welfare bribes. I don't know. Do you prefer it nickel and dime stuff like this when Joe Biden's in charge? Or do you prefer it on the corporate scale, like when George W. Bush was in charge? In the meantime, if you think anything's changing in the future, you're wrong. Because people like to pretend that Europe is a lagger. The secret is they're a leading indicator of the future. And in Europe, that uh, interest rate thing where you think they're going to get cut and your mortgage will go down and student loans and cars and all of it, wrong. In fact, it might go up. We do not have enough evidence yet to have the level of confidence that we are going to hit our medium-term 2% target and that it will be sustainably there. The last thing that I would want to see is us making a hastily, hastily decision to see inflation rise again and have to take more measures. I guess there's always armed robberies, Well, uh, Craig and Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for making it. I was going to mention something like kind of like is a rhetorical question, I mean, but uh, I don't know. Here's the thing. So I go on to that. Uh, a friend of mine was telling me he uh, went on to that um, news that was Google uh, Trump news, and what we wanted to do is we wanted to look for the, um, you know, what was going on with the uh, FBI and all that stuff and the CIA and all those different uh, agencies, all, all that corruption. So I, there was not one single article in all that Trump news, I mean, innumerable articles all about the, the courts and the, the Trump going into this and he's guilty of that and he's, they're coming after him. What the hell's going on there? There's, you don't even get one single story about what's really important. Craig, do you know what's funny is that you cannot, you can watch my show on Rumble, 
but you cannot watch it on YouTube. And do you know why that is? Because Google owns YouTube. And, oh, boy. Well, that's ju- I'm just one person. This has happened to tens of millions, dare I say hundreds of millions of people uh, in this country. What you're witnessing when you go to the Internet and you search using Google, you are getting the propagandized version of information. So you're not going to see information as it exists. You're going to see U.S. government-approved information. So that's why you go to DuckDuckGo or some of the other venues. But you have to be very specific. And what the oligarchs in in Silicon Valley understand is people have forgotten to be specific because they're used to having everything easy. So now when you ask Alexa or you ask Google and you talk into your evil uh, uh, machine in your hand, it will give you the information that is approved by the U.S. government, which is why most people right now don't know as they listen to Pfizer-sponsored commercials all over television and radio that in Europe... Central and South America, even there, they are making settlements for people who have been vaccine injured. But in America, you're hearing advertisements for what is this, the seventh booster or the eighth? And that's the kind of system we are now living in. We are living in the dystopian future the Soviets dreamt of, where we have the illusion of Americanism, of freedom, when what we're doing is we're being lulled into the servitude that the Soviets thought that their people would take in perpetuity. And we're doing it through an era when we should be rejecting it all. But as long as you have Democrats, you will have government supremacists, and you will have people who implement the kind of control like censoring information. I mean, come on. Everybody knows Joe Biden has been soiling his trousers. Everybody knows it forever. In the meantime, we have to go through the nonsense of pretending he's capable. He's at the top of his game. What are some of the other ones? I would prefer an elderly man uh, over an elderly man who's just chaotic and crazy and has. You mean the one with the crack smoking sister-in-law banging son or uh, the one who took showers by his daughter's diary? Or you mean the one who talks about having kids of different races and ages rub his hairy legs? What exactly do you mean, Eric Swalwell? But then again, weren't you stooping a Chinese spy by the name of Feng Feng, who ironically had crooked teeth? 91 felony counts awaiting him. Yeah. Here's another one. This is my favorite congresswoman on the Democrat side. She's bald, Jerry. Bald. Special counsel's report, in the report, it said that President Biden is an elderly man with a bad memory. Do you think that President Biden is mentally fit for office? That was a partisan report, and President Biden has been absolved of any criminal wrongdoing. He's been absolved of any criminal wrongdoing. Well, I don't know if I'd go that far, but he was absolved by a guy who is the head of the DOJ who has a net worth of between 40 and 80 million and Never had a job that paid him over two hundred thousand. How'd that happen? Oh, he married it. Uh, in the here's Maxine Waters, arguably up until Cory Bush, the dumbest. But now Cory Bush took the title, Congresswoman, birthing person in our country, and the first to get a check from the bailout of two thousand and eight. Of course, her husband did own a bank that had massive amounts, billions in bad loans. Maxine Waters, and she's the head of the finance committee. Yet nobody has shown me that she can balance a checkbook. President Biden is absolutely fit. Trump is the one who is crazy. I think he's the one who's a liar. He's the one who has proven uh, that he cannot be trusted. Eh, I think you're describing your husband on all counts. Uh, Brian Brookfield. 
Hey, Sean, how you doing? Good, Brian. So I, I got a couple of things I wanted to ask you or, yeah. Um, <laughs> one of them, I just recently got into the cigar world. All right. So I've got a, I've got a couple of favorites. I was wondering what yours were. I like, I like Nicaraguan tobacco. Uh, I, 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 I don't, I, I don't, I'll tell you what, I think that through my research outside of Cuban, which has been screwed up since the government took over the Cuban business, I like the rich earthiness, the clean, crisp finish, kind of a walnutty coffee finish. I'm a big fan of Nicaraguan, but go ahead. What was the next Would question? You, do you have a brand? I like Avo. I like Avo. The uh, Avo Synchro Nicaraguan six by 60. If you're going to do something, kid, right. do it right. Go ahead. I'm a I'm a Perdomo guy, and I love all their Perdomos, the Champagne. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Great one. So uh, I'll make it quick. I know you want to get off. Um, <laughs> so I was just wanting to point something out here, and it's kind of a dot, uh, dot connector. You know, we're, we're hell-bent to give all these millions of dollars to Ukraine, and I just can't help but think there's a connection between <laughs> Hunter and the gifts he got yeah. and Joe and Joe that he's got, and you know it all ties together. Oh, Brian, come on. Listen to uh, any one of the podcasts of, of my show we've been covering since uh, Joe Biden first stole the office, prior to him stealing the office, and really when he was vice president. You can track this way back when. In fact, I'm going to play this clip for you, Brian, because George Soros kind of informed us just how far the plot goes. This is the devil's cousin, George Soros, and I believe his, is it his son who paints his nails? Rides the horse side saddle and his stooping wiener's ex-wife. What is her name? Huma, who used to rub salve on Hillary Clinton's rash. Yes. Here is George Soros, his own rotten voice. May he eventually burn in hell. Set up a foundation in Ukraine before Ukraine became independent of uh, Russia. Um, and the foundation has been uh, functioning ever since. There is one person who was very deeply involved in Ukraine, uh, and, and that's Biden. By the he way, a little a update. It appears, and we will get the, uh, the information, a former FBI informant charged with lying about Biden's role in Ukrainian business. That is a title on television right now, not in Studio Xanadu, from CNN. This is a systemic problem, and we could point out the Secret Service agents that were with Joe Biden as he was cutting these corrupt deals in uh, Ukraine and other countries, including China. But we'll do that after we get back from the break. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Robert in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, you're a dawdling old man with a memory problem. Meanwhile, you got terrorists coming into this country. The economy's running uh, muck. You got uh, unemployment going so-so. I mean, um, this guy, what, what, what is Biden and his people smoking? That's what I want to know. Well, That's my opinion. It's just disgusting that you got a, an idiot like this for president, and I hope that Trump gets this after 2024. Now, let me make you feel good about it. Let me make yes. you feel good about this. Think about it from the standpoint of you being a scumbag your whole life, being an oligarch in this country. Say you were something like a Federal Reserve chairman. Uh-huh. Do you realize the money 
that the corrupt corporatists in this country are making under Joe Biden? I mean, think about it. Prior to Joe Biden stealing the office, the most these banksters, the most that they were getting on a loan was three, three percent, three and a quarter percent. That's it. They don't make any money. Now, now you're getting seven, six and a half. I mean, if you are a corrupt bankster scumbag, you're making a fortune. Look at the stock market. Nobody even asks why. There isn't a fundamental principle in the existence of our nation right now that can give you reasoning for these companies trading at 30, 40% earnings. Not a, not a, not a, not a, there's no reasoning. And yet, there it is. If you are long the stock market in these very specific companies that are financed and backdoor subsidized by government spending, you're making a fortune. This is the decade of the scum. The problem is you're not a scumbag. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. How soon before this this balloon just pops and we get into a recession or a depression, which could very well happen? No, brother, come on. Those Those days are over. This is the slow cook. You don't throw a crab or a lobster into a hot pot. You turn it up and you watch them do the backstroke. That's what's <laughs> happening now. People are doing the backstroke. Look, look at some of you, some of you people who never wanted to pay your student loan because you didn't know what the hell you were doing. You won't have to. Shh, it's okay. You on welfare? Don't worry about it. We're gonna make it nice. You're gonna you're gonna live like you had seventy thousand dollar a year job. Just be a scumbag, vote Democrat. It'll be great. Don't worry, you turn it up slower and slower. And then we talk a lot about equity. Where's all my equity clips, uh, honey bunny? I know I got equity clips somewhere. I can't remember what I do with them. I got all equity. Equity here, equity there. We're going to have equity. Where is she? Not Is it this one? Uh, here. Where, where is she? Where is she? Here in the district, it is not. There were 274 homicides here in the District of Columbia in 2023. That's the highest murder rate in more than two decades since 1997. This is the president's home at least a few days a week. What can he do uh, personally about reducing the level of crime that we're seeing here in the nation's capital? So let me just be very clear, all violent crime. Not just here. All violent crime anywhere is completely unacceptable. We just want to make that very clear here. Um, you know, every community uh, in this country should feel safe, uh, want, to be, want to be safe, uh, and so that's important. But I will say this, you know, congressional Republicans, they don't seem to feel that way. And I say this because the president has taken action. From the first piece of legislation that he signed into law, American Rescue Plan, only Democrats voted for that. Republicans didn't vote for that. There was billions of dollars in that plan to deal with crime, to make sure there were law, more law enforcement in communities, uh, to make sure that communities are able to... Uh... Equity. Spending. Equity. At a time in 2024 when uh, where in many parts of our country equity is a bad word, where we have folks who are fighting DEI intently, we must be unapologetic about what we're doing to fight to make sure that everyone has opportunity. Uh, sometimes we hear the loudest voices uh, coming from those who want to break it down. We need to be loud and make sure that what we're talking about is advancing uh, our country's uh, goals. That is the education secretary, Cardona. And the fact that people tolerate this system that produces what you see in Chicago on the nightly news, the chaos, the stupidity, the morons, five out of 100 that can read, less that can do math. The fact that we're paying $30,000 per pupil and the pupils are causing the kind of chaos you see 
in once great areas. Thank you. Now to some breaking news and just terrifying moments for a woman in the Pullman neighborhood as she was robbed at gunpoint. And police tell us the armed suspects tried to steal her car as well. CBS 2's Mugula. Suspects? These are CPS students. These are the products of Democrat policies. And it's not exclusive to Chicago, but it's exclusive to every Democrat sewer. Today, a 13 and 15 year old who police say intentionally hit people with their car for fun will appear in court. You know what we need, squirrel? Car control. Let's get some car. Oh, wait. Are they supposed to be driving? No, they're Democrats. They break the law. It's what they do. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free. On the Sean Thompson Show. On AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. You know, I'm trying to think of the first time I heard my next guest's name. I'm going to tell you something, it's, it's the 90s, early, maybe late 80s. See, he's been around for quite a while, although only a few years older than me. Aging much differently, however. Brilliant, truly brilliant. Consultant to Donald Trump. He has uh, been at the Heritage for at least a decade. He's the author of several books. One of my favorites, Trumponomics, Inside the America First Plan to revive our economy. He is Stephen Moore, a consultant to Donald Trump. How are you, Stephen? Thank you for joining me. Hey, John, I'm doing well, and thanks for having me. And, uh, you know, by the way, when I was a kid growing up in, uh, in uh, Winneka, Wilmette, in the North Shore of Chicago, every night I would listen to WIND. Really? Well, you know, you're only six years older than me, and when I was from Melrose Park, whenever we needed new shoes or nice jackets, we would drive up there and take it from you guys. So maybe I met you then. <laughs> uh, in, the me- in the meantime, you, I wanted to talk a little bit about your love of, of laissez-faire capitalism, because although you grew up in Winnetka, you, you really didn't get anything for nothing. You worked in a factory, you built your way up, but more importantly, you understood the principles of Americanism and what separated us and what made us the youngest and the richest country. And you've been fighting for that. Yet here we are in the year 2024. I don't think it's ever been more in peril. Do you? Uh, you know, I, I'd have to, I'm, I'm not a great historian, but I don't remember a time when our country was in as great financial peril as it is today. We are running, uh, you know, a massive uh, deficits with our federal credit cards that are higher as a share of our economy than any time in history, not during even the Civil War, not during the Revolutionary War, not during World War II, when our entire economy was militarized to to defeat the Nazis and the Japanese. We've never borrowed like this. And the worst thing about it, by the way, is that we're borrowing a trillion and a half to two trillion dollars a year. What are we getting for it? You know, windmills, solar powers, uh, you know, things that, that aren't really very effective. They're not, we're not building out our infrastructure. I don't know. I don't, I don't see them fixing the potholes. Well, our schools stink. They can't enforce the border. I mean, what's going on here? Well, which means it's even worse than this, Stephen. And this is, I, I like to get in the weeds. The way I do my show is a little different, right? I'm an old neighborhood meathead. I have a real estate company, a cigar store, but I'm a merc jerk, right? So I want to get into the yeah. weeds because to me, if it's a lie in the beginning, whatever's built upon it stands on a, on a lie. And that's what we really have when we think about our economy. And I'll tell you what I mean by this. It's way worse than a trillion. Way worse. Because we have been unable for decades to unwind how much of our GDP, which I think is an, about 80% fraud, how much of it is derived from spending itself of the government. I think we're spending $7 trillion a year of government spending. Because the receipts from the private sector 
although going down, still have a part of that government spending in it. So you know there's no such thing as free money. Government doesn't have any money. All it has is the promise of future taxation and the distribution of current taxation. That's all it has. So as we calculate GDP on spending, it's fake. Those are political patronage jobs in the beginning. We could pretend they're private economy or private companies, but they're really not. And I say this being from Chicago. You know this. How many of these fraud, half-assed, short-in-the-pants gangster companies exist because they're money laundering schemes of Democrat spending? How do you calculate it? Well, I mean, you're making a really important economic point, which is, you know, if you look at what we call the GDP, which is the economic output of the country, they count government. <laughs> Why do we count government? Government's a negative for the economy. It's not positive. Now, right. I'm not saying we don't need we need police. We need fire service. We need, you know, protection. We need the basics. We need schools. But come on, you know, we're spending massive amounts of money on things that have nothing to do with the vital public services. And by the way, as I just said, they're not doing very well. I mean, I just read a report in Chicago. Uh, there are something like 20 schools where not a single child in the public school can read or write or do arithmetic at grade level proficiency in the private sector. We would shut that damn thing down and, and, well, and uh, you know, uh, burn it down and put salt in the soil. So nobody would have to go to a failing school again. So when you take, here's the thing under Joe Biden, he keeps saying, Oh, look at this. The economy grew right 3% last quarter. Well, you know, what's driving the biggest driver of the, of the Biden economy government. Exactly. <laughs> you know, well, it's not manufacturing. It's not construction. It's not business services. It's not small businesses. It's government, government. And you know what the other one is? Healthcare, government and healthcare. Well, who runs the healthcare system? The government. And, and this is something that I find nauseating because when the implementation of the cornerstone of all communist countries called government healthcare, it, it, we call it Obamacare. And it is supposed to be this hybrid, but it's not. It's a fraud and it's a lie. And I had some hope, right? We saw the revi- uh, rising of the Tea Party candidates, although half of them turned out to be scumbags, the majority from Illinois. They still have yet to fix it. And here we have 14 years afterwards, and you got insurance premiums, whether people know it or not, that are 2500 a month. I used to complain about 500 a month. And instead yeah. of really fixing it, we get used to it. And that is the flaw of man. We get used to the abuse. We get used to being slaves. And that's my fear of what I see happening when I take up their frauds of the economy. We don't have 3% growth. If you take out government spending, we're negative 2%. What do you think? Well, let's go back to the health care point you just made. Do you remember what the name of the Ob- the official name of the Obamacare Affordable was? Affordable Care Act. Come on, I'm from Chicago. <laughs> Lollipops and rainbows. Be, yeah. They should be put in jail for false and misleading advertising. <laughs> Is it more affordable today than it was, what, eight years ago or whatever it was they put that in place? 14. No. Premiums keep going up. Deductibles keep going up. Hospital costs keep going up. You know, so... Uh, you know, no, we're not, it has not made more healthcare more affordable. It's made it much, much, much more expensive. And that's what happens. Look, whenever you have the government, do you know what? Okay, I'm going to give you a little quiz. Do you know what two industries over the last 25 years have had the greatest amount of inflation and cost? Well, it's healthcare has got to be number one. Yes, healthcare. You know what the other it, one is? It's got to be food or housing. No, Boy, that's no, tough. No, no, Which you're one? not even close. Not All food. Right. All right. Education. Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Food and education. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Who runs those two industries? Oh, yeah, government does. Yeah. And then when I ask my friends, gee, why do we have the uh, health- government run two of our most vital industries, healthcare and education, Mike Ribble's trying to say, oh, to make it more affordable. Oh, gee, they're, t- they're doing a great job of it. Well, the curse, too, is that once you understand what inflation is, it's not, you know, it's a misleading word. 
what it really is is a devaluation of your dollar and the buying power of it, right? And you just go back to 2020, it's 50%. 50%. When you add on the different taxation of holding actual assets in real estate or earnings of your money, capital gains, and the rest of it, you realize the system has been set up under Karl Marx's dream of a heavy taxation to disincentivize participation. And now you factor in America today, we've got the highest percentage in history of the American people, both in raw numbers and percentage, on welfare in one form or another, specifically if you include health care subsidies. You're talking 70, 80% of Americans on the dole, whether they want to admit it or not. How do you make it stop? So that those are all, uh, you know, those uh, I can't validate the exact numbers, but it sounds pretty close to me. Meanwhile, by the way, are you getting our committee to unleash prosperity hotline every morning? No, but you're going to make sure I do. Okay. I need you need to get that. OK, you you have your uh, your uh, somebody. Uh, Honey, give bunny. Me. Yeah. look, it's free. By the way, I want to let all your listeners. This is free. I'm not selling anybody anything. Just go to committeedunleashedprosperity.com and sign up. And, you know, Newt Gingrich said the other day, it's the first thing you read every morning. But anyway, the reason I mention that is, is because our first item this morning, and you may have seen some of these numbers, the, you know, you've heard Joe Biden say, rich people pay your fair share. Pay oh, fair please. Share. So here's the thing. Do you know what, okay, took all of the income tax revenue that comes in every year. Do you know what, in, in the latest year we have data for, do you know what percentage of the top of the all the income tax that came in was from the top one percent. Eighty. It was actually almost fifty percent. All right. The top one percent. Eighty percent is the top ten percent. The okay. top ten percent. Yeah, I mean, there's a small now, percentage of people that pay taxes. These scallywags. Come on. How can they say that the rich are paying their fair share? By the way, the bottom fifty percent pay two and a half percent. So. What are they talking about? Because it's what we first talked about, the education system. They're raising morons. Take a look at the news. They don't teach the kids how to read or do math. They let alone think about what actually made us the youngest and the richest. That's my problem. How many people are going to be like you and me? We're old. What about these young kids that don't understand why they need to fight off government to protect their their future and their prosperity? It's getting lost in the in the modern day argument as we hire these dimwits who've been robbing the people and policy profiting. We call them Democrats. Well, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. There's and one other group that you're leaving. You're yeah. leaving out the most important, most sinister group of all, even more sinister than the politicians. And that is the teachers unions. I oh. mean, in the answer to your question, how, how is it that we're graduating people that can't even read their degrees? Because we have let the left take over the schools, the teachers unions. They don't, teachers unions don't care about kids. They care no. about their own power and their own paychecks. And they're getting if they need eighty, ninety thousand dollars a year, and half the kids can't read in their classrooms. That is a crime against our children. It's it's it's, it's educational child abuse, and we need to make sure every child in America, every child in the state of Illinois, every child in the st- city of Chicago should have a choice where they send their kids to school. You know, the I just was looking at these numbers in the Catholic school system in Chicago. They do a better job of educating the kids at half the price. Of course. Well, we know that. I think it's actually a third, Stephen, when you, when you look Maybe at Chicago, third, yeah. your old hometown. So here's what I want, to tell, I want to ask you. I think the threat that Donald Trump poses is not his personality per se. Although I never, I, 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 listen, I understood why people didn't like him, right? He's got that New York, but he was a Democrat for a large part of his life. I remember when he gave Jesse Jackson the campaign headquarters for free, when he gave Chuck Schumer donations. Right. But the real threat he has, the real threat he brings to the table 
is he has outside eyes. And this Leviathan only exists on insider corruption. So whether it's, I, I believe me, I, I, I think Trump won in 2020. I think he absolutely got robbed unequivocally. But that argument's gone because the fact of the matter is they can do it again in 2024. But do you think there's enough people wallowing in feudalnomics, which is Bidenomics, to actually reject the steal in 2024? Do you think there's enough Americans who are unhappy? Because I know people that had, have had to go on welfare. They weren't real happy while they were on it. Do you think there's enough yeah. unhappy people to reject Bidenomics or the Democrats writ large? Well, a couple of responses to that. Number one, if it, if it is a fair election, and that's a huge capital IF, if it is a fair election, Trump is going to win. There's no doubt about it. Um, but you are right. And, and by the way, I'm not saying that the election in 2020 was stolen, but there was a lot of mischief. Let's put it like that. Yeah, I'll say um, stolen. You, um, you got to keep a job. I don't, ha- I don't like money. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Point number two. The, did you see just, I think it was just today, Biden says he wants to give another several million people, I'm using your quotes here with my fingers, student loan forgiveness. Yeah, I played the he's clip. already done this yeah. for 4 million people and now it's, wants another 4 million. Guess what he's doing? This is called graft. It's buying votes. That should be illegal in this country. Come on, he's the Pied Piper to the welfare. This is who he is, the Pied Piper to the welfare roach, whether they're dressed in a Brooks Brothers suit in Wall Street or they're gaining their sustenance on the Main Street. This is what he is. This is what they all are. This is how they keep power. So he can't exist unless he's given something away. And people, you you know, in Chicago, you got a family of four. You get people that follow all the ticky-tacky uh, uh, welfare regulations. Some people are making the equivalent of an eighty, ninety, hundred thousand dollar a year job. So mm-hmm. it's easy to buy off votes. I'm shocked he can get it for so cheap among college-educated people. You know, by the way, the uh, the percentage of, uh, if you look at the vote for the Democratic Party, the more years of college and post-college graduate degrees they have, the more Democratic they are. Did you know that? Sure, because they hate the idea that a guy like me could earn five times as much through implementing capitalism. They've always hated capitalism. Yeah. These were always the threat to people who wanted a laissez-faire system of economics. That's why they hate the people that come here from Russia and within five years have 16 plumbing trucks and and are living in in Winnetka next door to them. They hate those guys. Yeah, they hate that. What about the Cubans? I just got from back from Miami. Cuba, I mean, Miami is absolutely booming. It's all these Cubans and El Salvadorans and these immigrants who come in with basically the shirt on their back and then they get rich because they are involved in the capitalist system. It is in jeopardy, folks. I mean, I think that's the point here. If you have four more years of Biden, it's going to be an economic catastrophe. So I, know I think, you... look, I talked to Trump on Sunday. I'm, I'm one of, as you said, I'm one of his advisors. He's got his game face on. I asked him, how long will it take for you to fix things? He says, give me six months and we can get the country realigned. Yeah. But I don't know if he's going to pull this out because well, there are so many people on the dole. No, I don't know either. But we're going to, we always can have Barron in 2050 or whenever the hell it is. In the meantime... <laughs> Plug yourself one more time. I know we got it. I got about forty seconds, and I give out Gary Rabine's thing too. I want you to sign up for this because it's a lot of great material. Go to the committee to unleash prosperity dot com. Sign up for our hotline. Uh, it's written by uh, Larry Kudlow and Steve Moore and Steve Forbes and Art Laffer. That's a pretty smart group of people. Right. And uh, we will. It's free, folks. It costs you nothing. I just want everybody to listen to your show to be the smartest person in the room. Thank you. Now, last time I saw you, your glasses were dirty. Did you clean them? Stephen Moore, thanks for making time for me. I look forward to the next time. Thank you. Me too. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. 
And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. Fascinating turn of events. The new speaker has rubber-stamped three continuing resolutions. American government has cast America into technical bankruptcy. Anyway, you slice it. The idea that we normalize a massive increase in our national debt threefold since the crash of 2008 means that $34.2 trillion is never going to be paid. It will always be a weapon of taxation against future generations which is why they should start paying attention. The good news is my next guest wants to force them to pay attention by purging the step-and-fetch political sellouts that have allowed Washington, D.C. to bankrupt America. My next guest is running for Congress in the 10th Congressional District. He's an Army veteran. His name is Jarrett Lovelace. Jarrett, thank you for joining me. How are you? Did I say hey, Texas? John, thanks for ha- sorry, I'm sorry. Thanks for ha- yes, Congressional, 10th Congressional District in Texas. Great, Sean. How are you? Great, great. I'm glad that you're doing this because you're primarying a Republican. And this is something that I think needs to be done over and over again if we're going to save the Republic. Oh, yes. It needs to be done more often. And this is, this is about much more than just our, our little section of Texas. This is a movement that we need to initiate as conservatives to get the change that we need in Congress. And it's the Democrats aren't the real enemies right now. No. Right now, we got to make sure that we have the right Republicans in the seat so that we can actually get some something done. And you know, Jared, I think language is really important. I really do. I really do. And what's happened is, if you believe in the principles of our nation, you are nothing more than a liberal. I'm a liberal. But yet we've allowed this corrupt mafia to use the virtue shield of liberalism to implement the kind of corruption that destroyed my once great city called Chicago and everywhere it's touched. And the other side of the coin is that Illinois has been electing people who've been calling themselves conservatives, but I don't think that word means anything anymore because Mitt Romney's a conservative. Just ask him. Mitch McConnell's a conservative. Just ask him. I think what we need to do is point to the fact that if you believe in these principles that you and I believe in, we're what made the country progress. We're what kept the liberty of individuals free. I think we need to steal those words back. I'm wondering, have you ever toyed with that idea? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you see on signs all the time, conservative, Republican, Republican, conservative. There's all kinds of combinations of conservative and Republican. But what it boils down to is actions speak louder than words, yeah. right? So you, can get, you can get on the news and you can say all the right things, but at the end of the day, look at your voting record. So I don't, what I ask my constituents is look at the last 20 years and what results have you gotten? The debt is $26 trillion more than it was when our, when our incumbent Michael McCall took office. The <laughs> border is worse than it's ever been before, right? He passes every continuing resolution, raises the debt ceiling every time they ask. Something's got to change. Here's a part that I see a lot of theft. And I, I, quite honestly, it's been there since, you know, after World War II. And that is the military-industrial complex. You were in the oh. Army. You're an Army veteran. What years? Where are you and where were you? Oh, we lose my guy here? Jared? Oh, can you hear me? Now I can. Go ahead. Okay. Active duty 2019 to 2023. I spent most of my time up in Alaska in Fairbanks, Fort Wainwright. Sure. Um, le- learning how to fight the Russians in the Arctic. And uh, I was an infantry officer, got out as a captain, 
Um, but you're right. The defense industrial complex is, is a very large force in our government and our economy, right? And um, I was appalled at how much waste I saw just in the Army, right? Yeah. We spend a lot of money on things, but a lot of it gets wasted on dumb stuff, too. Now, what I ask people, too, is where does the money go when, when, when these defense-oriented PACs, you know, contribute and support our elected officials, and they start to orient themselves more towards what these institutions, what these PACs want, and not so much what their voters want, that's when we have a problem. You know what's astonishing to me? I love the principle of, of the Enlightenment, which is why I love my country, right? I'm a patriot because I love the idea that this country is built on a laissez-faire government governance, where the citizen is not to be restricted, but the government is. Mm-hmm. See, in this country, the only place there's supposed to be any restrictions is on government, yet it operates unfettered. Pentagon misappropriates 50 cents out of every dollar, has never passed an audit, can't pass an audit, and doesn't have to. We continue to give it more. But the particular current events under the most corrupt, incompetent fraud of a, of a senator, fraud of a vice president, now an idiot pretending to, 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 to represent the presidency, is astonishing to me. As we continue to funnel money to Ukraine, which since the fall of the Soviet Union, outside of American money, has been known to be Europe's most corrupt country. It had a GDP in 2016 of $93 billion. Yet in the last two years, we are now going to give it $200 billion. It's insane to me. Oh, yeah. It, it's, it is totally irresponsible what we're doing with American tax dollars. And, and there, is, there is no reason to be sending that much money over there. There's no reason to be sending money over to Ukraine at all. This is a territorial dispute between two foreign countries. And we got to ask ourselves, if we're so scared of having another border with, with Russia as far as NATO is concerned, we need to ask ourselves, is NATO the proper alliance to be a part of? Is it actually in our best interest, in our no. national self-interest to be in NATO anymore? You know in, what or is it just traditional? You know what else is funny, Jarrett? What is the definition of losing a war? What is the definition of losing? I mean, it, it appears we can't get any information because we're propagandized. But it would appear when you see that the, the, the current state of affairs of the military in Ukraine, what's the average age of a soldier? 51? And the reason is they've wiped out at least one generation, maybe two. When you can't get a a number of how many people have been killed, you can't get a number of how much money has been spent, and they can't operate or exist without charity from America, haven't they lost already? Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And and when you, I'm glad you brought that question up. What what does it mean to lose? What does it mean to win? Right. Mm -hmm. We need clear and achievable objectives in any type of com- combat that we decide to engage in, right? And, and that is, we've had a total lack of that. We ha- I mean, it's been for decades, too. Vietnam, Korea, um, Iraq both times, Afghanistan, Yemen, Syria. The only, the only thing that we ever accomplished was killing Osama bin Laden, right? We brought justice to those victims of 9-11, right? But that was the only objective that we accomplished. Everything else has just been, well, we need to build a democracy. We yeah. need to build this nation. We need to spread, spread American values. Those are such mushy-gushy Nonsense. goals. Nonsense. Th- th- exactly. Policy pro- pirating, policy profiteering, that's all we ever did. Look at what we did to Iraq. What the hell did we do? Do we know how many people are, are we killed? We have any idea? I mean, all, all it looks to me is insane destabilized lunacy. But then again, 
So is the entire Middle East. Yet here we are funding our enemies abroad. And this thing in Afghanistan, this to me is outrageous. We should have never, ever been involved there. And nobody can tell me what the hell good we did there when you have the Taliban. What we know is a is a, as I call them, goat Casanovas, the seventh century barbarians that beat their own women, their own daughters. You don't think they're worried about killing somebody else? And in the meantime, we gave them a country. And now we're giving them foreign aid. We give them $1.1 billion a year to the fracking Taliban, which 10 years earlier, you had a good chance of, of getting shot by. Yes. Yes. I mean, well, the other thing I ask people is, look at how fast, Look at how fast Afghanistan fell apart. <laughs> say, what, say what you want about the Biden administration's decision to pull out so suddenly. Say what you want about all that. I'm not going to get into that. But at the end of the day, look at how fast it fell apart when we did pull out. That just goes to show how fickle and how shallow. You, it, it, we, didn't, we didn't do anything. There was, there was nothing good that was done. All we did was spend trillions of dollars and lose thousands of American lives. You know, Jared, and when you when you're you're facing this, right? I mean, the the reality is we keep sticking the fork in the light socket by pretending that we can bring the ideology of a certain nuanced civilization to areas and people and and, and, and through history who reject it. They do not want to live in the year 2024. They don't want to. They want to live in the year 622. When, when, when what they live for, the religion was created and has never grown. It's never progressed. And the fact of the matter is, if we would just stop funding it, let it do what it wants to do. Why are we continuing to help people in spite of them saying, don't help us? Yes, absolutely. I, so I've lived in the Middle East. I studied Arabic in college. I spent time over there. I bought my wife and our young child. And we, we lived there for an intensive Arabic immersion program. And what I learned while I was there, and as I talked to people in their own language, right, and in their own streets and in their own markets, is that everything that we have been doing in the Middle East has created more problems yeah. than, than, than ones that we've solved, right? It, through thousands, of, like you said, through thousands of years of social and cultural evolution, there are parts of the world that simply are not compatible with American values, Western thought, democracy, for example, right? And if we continue to go try and force, force democracy on foreign countries, we're going we're gonna to spend all the money. We, like, we're going to be completely bankrupt. We almost yeah. already are. Oh, I think, yeah. I could argue that we are. But here's the other thing, Jared. We're supposed to be a beacon for people who don't want to live like that. So if you happen by happenstance, not of your own, to be born there, but you long to be free, then I want you to come here because you want to be American. You want to embrace the Enlightenment. You need a, a, a place to go where you don't have to be terrorized by your government. So let's say they don't come to Illinois. However, you, that's what I think America should be. And stoke that kind of nuanced bastion of freedom that built this country. I'm all for that kind of movement to welcome people from around the world who want to adopt the ideology of civility, and want to live under the rules of the Enlightenment. So this is gets lost in this argument, and it's funny because we keep promoting this nonsense and we abandon all those principles here in this country, and that's what we need to focus on. And the only way we're going to do that isn't by continuing to send these political whores who've been there for decades. It's by a new crop of people. So I'm wondering, in your candidacy, 
are you seeing younger people getting more involved? Or are you seeing people like my age sick and tired of being lied to by politicians and they're embracing you? What do you see in the field in Texas? So right now it's, it's older generations who are sick and tired of being lied to and sick and tired of being deceived into thinking that the people that they're electing and sending to D.C. are actually representing them and not some elite, some mega donor, right? Part of my inspiration for running is I want to, I want to inspire more younger people, young families, the silent majority to actually wake up and get involved. Because I think, I think if we can get those people involved, we're not going to have such a slim margin in the house like the Republicans do right now, but we also need better Republicans in yeah, the house. Because I don't, I don't, I, I, I've never had a majority in the house. I believe in the principles of my, my, my founding nation. I believe in Americanism. So I've never had a majority anywhere. I've had a couple of politicians who agreed with the Enlightenment and fought for the principles of liberty, but I've never had a majority. And if you, I, I've never called Mitt Romney an alloy. An ally, excuse me. I've never seen him as somebody who put forward my ideology in the same way I never saw Mitch McConnell. But they get very rich doing it. So I'm wondering, are you running on restraining the corruption in government, on limiting their investments, on limiting PAC money, and this legalized bribery called K Street? Oh, yes, absolutely. Anything we can do to return power to the people in, in a way from what we call the establishment is going to be good. Campaign finance laws right now, the reason they don't ever change is because nobody in Congress is willing to actually change yeah. them, right? Because they, they benefit from them. Same thing with term <laughs> limits, right? We, would, we wouldn't need term limits if campaign finance laws were different, right? And people couldn't just be bought, you know? Well, but pickpockets don't cut their hands off. And, uh, right. you know, po- politicians don't get audited. Yet here they are, and for the most part, Jared, quite frankly, if you've, if you've tried to make something out of yourself, you know if you make some money when you pay 40 and 50% of taxes in order to put together a million dollars, you have to make three, right? Yet these politicians get these jobs. They make 110 grand, 140 grand a year. Next thing you know, they're worth all worth seven million. So I think maybe we should focus on restricting some of the corruption that makes millionaires out of uh, people who are selling policy. And that's really how I see it. But yet people are afraid to talk about it because you're really rattling the tree of power. And nothing ever happened to Lois Lerner. Nothing happens to the apparatchik. They protect themselves. Isn't that what the Biden administration represents? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that that is why everybody keeps asking me, why in the world do you want to go to Washington, D.C.? <laughs> why do you hate and, yourself? And there, are, yeah. There, yeah, there are days where I look at them and I say, I don't know. I, I don't think I really want to, to be honest, but I just I feel like I need to. Right. Yeah. I'm tired of sitting around and watching what's watching the corruption in D.C. and watching the country just go down the drains. And I, I'm a young guy. I'm 30 years old. Right. But I've got three kids. I'm a five year old, a three year old, the one year old. And I'm already thinking about their future. If it's already gotten so bad in my lifetime. I'm just tired of waiting around on somebody else to go fix it. So I'm going to go in there. I'm going to make as much noise as I can. I'm probably going to make a lot of enemies. And at the end of the day, I'm going to speak truth. I'm going to do whatever I can to do what's right. And at the end of the day, I can't do it alone, but hopefully I can inspire a movement of people who to challenge the Republicans that we have there right now. And let's actually get there and change things so that we can make it a little bit better and preserve our country and our liberty for the future. Because right now, we're basically mortgaging our freedom 
And uh, at, you know, I, at some point in time, there's not going to be anything we can do about I it. I can't tell you how excited I am that you came on the show and you're 30 years old and you're running for Congress because that's exactly what I need. That's exactly what we need because I have kids that aren't much younger than you. But we need something to change because what happens is, and you see this in Chicago, people get used to being slaves. They get used to it. I'm used to being a slave, you know, not not me per se, but a lot of my friends and family and people you see in Chicago and they go with the one party and it'll get better and and, and they can't see the destruction of the principles. So when a 30 year old guy from Texas comes on and says, I'm going to run things, I love that only less better than I would love it if you said you were fighting to secede, because ultimately when you can't fix the kind of corruption that destroys great cities like New York, New Jersey, Chicago, and sadly what it looks like is California. You have to have an out. You have to have a ripcord. And I'm wondering what you see in Texas, because those are people who understand they're the last to the dance, first to leave, and the easiest to leave. And when you see what's going on from these sanctuary ghetto areas, once great places like Chicago, New York, and New Jersey, how they're going after, and the government, the federal government, is fighting for the cartels to take over Texas. And Abbott stands up, and 27 states side with him. Don't you think we're not far from hearing about secession? And, and that's another reason why I'm running is because it's gotten so bad. And the voices around, you know, growing up, I used to hear talk about secession all the time, like Texas, or whatever. Yeah. And, and it was something that like you heard, but like nobody really ever took seriously. You know, like, oh, that's history. That's civil war stuff. Like that would never happen. But there's some pretty loud voices in Texas right now. And that, granted, I'll, I'll admit that they don't have a great plan about how the aftermath would look. Right. But there's some pretty loud voices and there's a lot of angry people. And my hat goes off to Abbott, you know, in, in his administration in Texas, pushing back the federal government. Yeah. Well, not only yours, a lot of uh, tens of millions of citizens. And when you see 27 states side with the state of Texas, that's when you realize just how wrong, if we're kind, corrupt and wet, ready to defend it, Washington, D.C. is. And we need more good people challenging that establishment. Listen, I'm, I, I loved anything I can do to help you. Jarrett Lovelace, what is the slogan? It can stop tomorrow, vote Lovelace? What did you go with? <laughs> yeah, that works great. Let's All do that. Right. All right. Where, where do the people securing go liberty, to support you? Securing liberty for our posterity. That's what it is. And then uh, my website is jared2024.com, J-A-R-E-D-2024.com. The best thing you can do to help us is to spread word of mouth. Tell your friends in Texas. Post on Facebook. Um a little donation would be great. We don't need a lot of money, but we could use five bucks if you got it to spare. You know how many Illinoisans want to move to the 10th Congressional District just after listening to this? I'll bet you you got 100 people in Illinois right now telling their wife, please, let's move. Jared's going to be the, 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 our congressman. I love it. I wish you the best of luck. Keep me posted. Hey, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Thank God you. bless. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I'm Camila Rueda. We have some breaking news for you that we just got into the newsroom. An FBI informant has been charged with lying about Joe and Hunter Biden's ties to a Ukrainian energy company. This just came down. And this, who we're talking about here, is Alexander Smirnov, that he falsely told... Like the vodka? What they're going to talk about is uh, Mykola Zlochevsky, 
who on tape was heard saying five million for one, five million for the other. That's the bribe that Joe Biden admitted to getting the prosecutor fired from. Now the FBI charges the whistleblower with lying to the FBI. I wonder how many guys went to prison for lying to the FBI, which is why when the FBI comes a knocking, you tell them go scratch and find out if their wife has my watch. Old FBI agents, this was back in June of 2020, that executives with this energy company, Burisma, paid Hunter and Joe Biden $5 million each in 2015 and 2016. Now, these allegations have become a flashpoint in Congress. Republicans asking for the FBI to release the entire documents, the entire form, as they pursue investigations of the president, of Hunter Biden, of the entire family. You don't have to release that. Release the phone records, you know, from the phone that Joe Biden carried you along with the two aliases when he had the email. Peter, you broke a lot of this years ago uh, about the Biden family influence peddling. And you've got new information this morning, uh, breaking news on a cell phone that Joe Biden was using. Tell us about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. What is the line of communications between Hunter Biden and his business partners and Joe Biden when he's vice president of the United States? It's not the government phone. It's not Joe Biden's personal phone. We know from the laptop that Hunter Biden's business paid for a private phone line that Joe Biden used while he was vice president. It was from AT&T. That eight months ago, a reporter live on news called the number and the dimwit. Well, supposedly being the president said, hello, there you go. Mere speculation. Whoever talks against the Politburo, you will go to the gulag. So we're just getting this information that Smirnov gave the FBI um, these lies. And the FBI informant is charged with lying. So he came back from overseas just yesterday and was arrested as he got back. Wow. But in the meantime, what about the confession on microphone, the confession of the now sitting president when he was vice president? What about the confession? To convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev and uh, and I was going supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired and they put in place someone who somebody who would go along with your fbi and your corruption somebody who forgot all of the corruption of your former boss hard to hear because it was a hot mic tell putin after my election i'll have more flexibility now they don't pretend there's election they just steal it cream puff jim yeah and finally the family willis down there got a uh, Cameron power moment she said i'm not a trial you're the nuts that stole the election you still try to steal the election 
She, I bet that was the best lane. That was the best lane ever. She, she got up. She an expert was she got up. She the said that and, and, from the witness box testifying. Yes, she said, "I'm not on trial. You're the maniacs that tried to steal the election. You're the maniacs." Listen, would you have pleasure? Absolutely, correct. Would you have pleasured that ugly dog Democrat for less than six hundred and fifty thousand? The way her boyfriend. She's not bad looking. She's not bad looking. Uh, She's better looking at Trump's wife. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah, you would have put some stink on it. That Russian asset. That Russian asset of her. I take her in a a minute. I I just. I just. I just want to get this straight because you're a Democrat. You're the only one I even ever talked to. You're okay with her misappropriating the money and paying her stupor. You're okay. Big deal. Big deal. There you go. Doesn't bother him at all. He loves it. After all, he's a Chicago Democrat. You paid for a lot of hotel rooms. What was Lori Lightfoot doing in Elmhurst with that female copper? Oh, they they were probably cleaning the rooms. That's what they were doing. In the meantime, that's what a Democrat is. They're fine with the corruption. It doesn't mean anything. And after all, Fanny's pretty. Well, then why did she have to pay to get stooped? By this guy. I don't understand any of it. And then he tells me how much it is, and I give him the money back. I don't, just like you're asking me about the money with Robin, I don't do my friends like that. So if you tell me it's a G, then you're going to get $1,000. Whatever it is, I didn't ever make him produce receipts to me. Whatever he told me it was, I gave him the money back. So is that her way of throwing the lover under the bus? But it doesn't matter, right? Because it keeps Trump out. And you know what's funny when you hear a Democrat talk? They probably loved Trump when he was giving... Uh, the campaign headquarters to the Reverend of Perpetual Tax Evasion, Jesse Jackson. He's still alive, too, isn't he? Twitchy, still alive. In the meantime, they don't mind any of it because the corruption is what they exist on. So when their politicians get caught, it means nothing to them. Just keep the system going because what's the date? Oh, he got paid today. No wonder Cream Puff is all about the Democrats. He got paid. It's the 15th. Cash and other gifts that prosecutors say were bribes to the senator. Well, let's connect the dots here, at least show show the connecting of the dots. You don't have to connect the dots. The Democrats will vote in perpetuity for this kind of corruption. That's why Ukraine, the money, the Palestinians, they're all on board. Prosecutors hope to prove in court. Uh, Senator Menendez says he is Cuban. He, he comes from a country that seized people's assets and monies back in Cuba. It's not illegal to have cash inside of your jackets, inside of your boots. A lot of people hold. But he only made two hundred and twenty thousand a year. And that's recent. Used to be senators made one hundred and seventy thousand. How's he have a million dollars in gold bars and cash? Ah, details, details, details. In the meantime, the other ramification is. We are devolving into a third world. When I say we, it's because I'm in the sewer right now. Every Democrat area devolving into a third world. And they like it that way. Governor Greg Abbott writing on social media today, cartels are learning not to mess with Texas amid Operation Lone Star, highlighting some numbers showing a drop in the number of migrant encounters in Texas, while there's an increase in parts of Arizona and California. Joining us. Arizona and California. Democrat. Democrat. Now is our very own Ryan Chandler to give us a little insight. Okay, so you are going to break down the numbers. What are we seeing? We're seeing dramatic decreases across the board. When you compare December to January, we saw about 300,000 migrant encounters in December. That dropped to just 176 in January. Mm. So numbers down across every state, but especially in Texas. There's really... That's good news for Texas, but it's bad news for everywhere else because the Caballeros coming over... 
They're not just Venezuelan gangs, although they are. FBI says a Venezuelan gang called Tren de Aragua has made its way to the borderland. Yeah, that's right. This rapidly expanding gang has spread throughout South America and now into our communities, posing a threat to borderland families. Our Oriana Batoro reports. The fastest growing transnational criminal organization known as the Tren de Aragua is a Venezuelan gang that has now infiltrated its way into the United States through various sectors of the U.S.-Mexico border. That here in El Paso, um, Tren de Arewa, gang members who are identified are put into prosecution uh, pathways for 1325 illegal entry into the United States. According to a CNN report from Border Patrol, 38 suspected members from the Tren de Aragua have been arrested. Between Can somebody translate that? Is it water? What is Tren de Aragua? What the hell is that? I mean, I'm a Miss 13. I understand they put those stupid tattoos on their face. They like to identify themselves, which I believe translate to never hire. 2022 and 2023. When they come to a new place, they do it uh, oftentimes through immigrant pathways, taking advantage of people from within their own community. Tren de Aragua is taking advantage of the mass Venezuelan exodus to make their way into the country. And why, why are they leaving Venezuela? They're socialists, right? I mean, I, I remember when the, the Chicago Teachers Union said it was the education and healthcare system to be modeled. Why are they all leaving? Is it just to come here and sell drugs to Americans? I know that's probably why, right? Cartels and the, the underworld of drugs and whores and everything else that these third worlds specialize in. But what about the Chinese nationals? Why are they leaving? Is it so when they get the signal from the Communist Party, they can just prop up like Red Dawn? More than 20,000 Chinese migrants have illegally crossed the southern border in 2024, and the vast majority, according to the National Border Patrol Council president, have been single men of, of military age. What kind of national security issue is this, given China's hacking of U.S. infrastructure, the uh, spying that they do, and the other aggressions? So look, we take that very seriously, what's happening at the border. Everybody, uh, we try to uh, make sure that, um, uh, uh, you know, as it, as it relates to... Um, Is it harder to explain how the Biden administration opened up the border to not just cartel members, but the communists than it was to describe the three patriots that were slaughtered by weapons you probably left behind in Afghanistan? You're having a hard time. Well, this is a lot harder than just being a lesbian. You didn't think it was going to be easy, did you? Awful unlawful uh, crossings. Uh, We certainly uh, do everything that we can. I'm sorry. Did she say unlawful? Squirrel, let's play a, 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 a game, a word game. What's the another word for unlawful? Illegal. Right, Squirrel? So illegal crossings, which would make them illegal aliens. Not the kind that come down from the spaceship and who think the dogs are in charge, but the kind that come here and distribute drugs and prostitution with face tattoos that say never hire. And uh, to make sure uh, that, that, uh, uh, that we deal with that in a real way. Brilliant. If we're going to deal with it, we're going to have to throw every one of you Democrat rat bastards out of every position of power. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The answer. AM 560. The answer. I'll tell you, the worst part about being back in Chirac is dealing with the Democrat raccoon squirrel. It's true. 
You know they're Democrats. They look at you like they're entitled to the food. They want it for free, and they leave a mess behind. That's how you know they're Democrat raccoons. Uh, Mike Hammond. Hey, John. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for making it. Hey, uh, tonight you brought up a couple of times revoking our right to, to be governed, or our consent to be governed, and secession you brought up. Uh, how do you go about that? In all honesty, how does that process work? You have to. See, you're, you, you've got a leg up. You're in Indiana, right? But this is for my people trapped in these communist mafia-run areas. You have to do but, but, it. But if you John, can't I'm do it by your... Still, if I'm still close to Chicago, I can smell it. That doesn't I mean? matter. You're still way better off, man. I'm going to tell you right now. You're way better off. Because here, the corruption is so ingrained and so systemic. They've had 100 years of rule in Chicago, and it will be that way in Illinois now that they've nullified 80% of the people. 80% of Illinoisans are not Democrat scumbags. It's the 20% yeah, that are in positions of power. So, But that almost ruins it for everything. In, almost all the counties in these states are, are red counties, period. Yeah. So you have to put your money, stop enriching them, and where you can, revoke your consent by revoking your ability to be taxed and turned into a serf. You know, and, and you're seeing this more and more. I can't tell you the amount of uh, staggering statistic in, in people who are walking away from investments in real estate and just doing the exodus of decent people. And that's how you revoke your consent and go to an area where you're protected. Texas, Florida, Tennessee, Indiana to a certain extent. You Believe me when I tell you, you're way ahead of the game. Even Wisconsin, I think if good people move to Wisconsin and throw out the low-life Democrats there, that vote for uh, 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 Orville Redenbacher on crack, Evers, and the rest of it. I think you could do yeah. good, you know. But it, uh, Sean, how, recognize where you're, you're where you're being it. failed. You know, you don't hear about it very often. But how about we both these states out of the union, like California, Illinois? Well, there's, I'm telling you, you that, that Article Five, uh, Convention of the States, and the 27 states to side with with Abbott and Texas. These are huge positive signs, and that that's my that's how you can secede in the short term. By going there, shoring up those votes, making sure that the Democrat policies of mafia government are rejected and laughed at. And, you know, and here's the thing, you know, you understand it to a certain extent because you're in Indiana and you realize when people hear they're from Chicago or their neighbor is going to be Chicago, they're nervous that they're rat Democrats. But the reality is we're Chicago and Democrats in general in decent areas are a punchline. So drive until people start laughing at your Illinois plates and then buy a piece of real estate. How's that? And then one more thing, I need a Jimmy Carter update. Still alive! He refuses to die, that son of a gun, doesn't he? Where I could go, I could go for a little Jimmy Carter. Can you, Squirrel? Uh, if I could find him. We need to have uh, a realization that we've got a, about 35 years' worth of oil left in the whole world. We're going to run out of oil. <laughs> Since that idiot made that statement, we found oceans of oil in our own country. You know why, Squirrel? Oil is a product of the earth, the true reusable energy, the, the true organic source that Americans specifically have learned to master and perfect. Good thing for the Democrat mafia politicians. There are still people stupid enough to think the Democrats have ever been right about anything. You never have. Not one policy, you pirate gypsies. We'll be back in 21 hours to expose more of them. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.